Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They'll be taking your calls and speaking on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Happy Sunday, even though it's Super Bowl Sunday, we're still here offering you your dose of hope. Um, I am flying solo tonight. Um, Jack McEnroff was supposed to be my co-host this evening, but he had an event that he forgot he had to attend. So it's just me. You're stuck with me, everyone. I apologize for that. Um, I do want to go over a few things. Uh, I want to welcome everybody who is a first-time listener to the show and may be in the chat room, and you may be listening to the show. And uh, if you scroll down a bit, there's a chat room um, below on the show page where you can um, join up uh, to Blog Talk Radio and create a username and then chat in the chat room um, with other people who are listening live if you choose to. Um, right below the radio station, uh, player on the, the show page is also a um, friend link where you can friend and favorite the show and join us on Facebook fan page or on our social network. Um, I want to thank you all again for tuning in. Um, it's an honor to have everybody here with me. Uh, I want to talk about some new things um, for people who are just tuning in for the first time. Pause I Am Radio is a medium that is used for the members and um, the people of the HIV AIDS community, but specifically the Pause I Am social network that I run. And you can find information on that at www.pauseim.com. Um, some new things that we just um, had going up on the website here is we have two new bloggers that we um, have now on Pause I Am Network. If you check that out, we have a gentleman by the name of Brian who uh, has a blog called Behind the Mirror. And he also runs our physical fitness group that is on our social network as well. And then um, one of our members, Rebel Will is his name, he, does a, he just started a blog called Living Positively. And you can check that out all on our social network at posim.com. We also do conduct a group chat every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Um, the members of POSIM log in and, and you know, interact in the group chat with certain topics and ask questions in a safe environment. Uh, kind of like the Brotherhood Retreat, uh, a safe environment for you to just be yourself and, and you know talk about things that you normally don't have um, the support to talk around. So more of that later. Um, the upcoming guest that we have, I'll go through that later on. Um, our guest today, I'm really excited to have him back on. He was on our show actually the last time I, I went and listened to the archive earlier today of when he was on last year and he was on in May. Um, his name is Class. He's one of the facilitators of the Paz Brotherhood Retreat. Um, and you can find more information on that at pausretreats.com. And he's going to come on and talk about the retreat, uh, what it's like, um, why he created it, um, and talk about you know the, the typical day of going on this retreat and what the whole purpose of it is. Because it's very interesting and it's very different than any normal um, retreat or pause gathering that you may have gone to before. And you know that's why we wanted to have him back because it's so different and it's so unique that it, it needs to be highlighted and people need to know about it because I think it's just a wonderful a wonderful you know thing that he, he puts together and he doesn't do it by himself obviously he has a whole bunch of um, two other facilitators who help him um, who I want to give a shout out to them as well uh, Rudla is the yoga facilitator and Alfred is the other facilitator 
I'm not sure which one here on the line is class, so I'm going to try to bring this person on here and see if this is class. Class, is that you? That's me. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Great. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me again. It's uh, great to be here, and um, despite it being Super Bowl Sunday, I hope uh, we have a good group of listeners out there who will call in and interact with us. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have some people already in the chat room, and um, I already have a caller on the line who's sitting here, so I'll bring them on in a little bit. But, um, again, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, I, I told you last time you were on we were a fan of your retreat. I think it's great what you're doing, and it's unique. And that's why I like to highlight it. You know what I mean? That's why I wanted you to come back on. So um, I guess we'll start. When is the retreat? Let's start with that. When is the retreat? Uh, the next one is going to be in June. We're starting on the 17th. It runs June 17th through the 21st. And now this is the third one that you're doing, right? This is your third one. You do one every year? Yeah. We're, so far we're doing them once a year. I'm hoping that eventually it will grow so that we can do them twice a year. But for now, it's once a year. Now how, much ha how many uh, people do you have registered already for this year? Uh, I think I have 18 people signed up. Uh, last I checked, so there are 15 spaces left. We're capping it at 33 because we want this to be an uh, intimate uh, group as well, and we want everybody to get to know everybody else at the retreat. And that would be hard to do if we had a larger group than that. Yeah, well, that would be kind of difficult, especially with the three facilitators. Yes, and, uh, and uh, also we do some work uh, where we... Uh, go out into break up into smaller groups and then each group works with uh, one facilitator and if those groups get too large as well then it, it won't have the same impact so that's why we decided that 33 is really the max that we could accommodate and then this takes place you said it was June 17th to the 21st but it's in um, the Poconos in Pennsylvania correct yes it's uh, about an hour and a half from New York City, uh, just across the border into Pennsylvania. Uh, so at the top of a mountain ridge, it's a gorgeous setting. Yeah, I love the Poconos. I used to go up there as a kid. Um, I had family who live up in the Poconos, and it was like one of those, it's what you did. You went up the, went up the mountains, you know what I mean, and, and visited them for different, um, whatever celebrations were going on, and it was always just beautiful up there. It just the mountains, yeah. the scenery, and it's like the peace of mind. And, and it's also so great to be there in the summer because no matter how hot and muggy it may be in the city or uh, along the coast, when you get up there, the air is fresh and clean, and um, the weather is really great for the most part. That's cool. I think, um, well, what made you want to start this retreat? How did it all begin? Well, uh, how did it begin? It, it, it was uh, uh, kind of like a flash of inspiration I got, and I'm not quite sure how it happened. Um, I felt like it was uh, downloaded into me from some sort of higher power. Uh, uh, I, I got the idea I was taking a shower one morning, and uh, afterwards I just stepped out of the shower and sat down and just typed out the whole schedule for the retreat and uh, decided that, you know, this feels so powerful. It feels like it has an energy of its own, and I really need to go with this, and so I just put it out there and made it happen. And then you just randomly called up these other two facilitators that you knew before the retreat, or did they reach out to you after no, you already no, organized it? 
the, the universe brought them to me. I, I did not have my co-facilitators when I first put out the word about the retreat, but uh, I went through the uh, uh, SIN, Strength in Numbers, mailing list to kind of put, put the word out. And uh, I got some responses, inquiries about it, and um, uh, Alfred, who is my co-facilitator um, from London, he's been running retreats uh, over there for about 10 years, and he's been working as a therapist to the gay and lesbian community for decades over there. And um, uh, I just thought that he had a very interesting energy that would really work with what I was trying to do, and it would be something slightly different from what I'm bringing to it, and he has such great experience from over there. And uh, another reason why I thought he would be a great addition to the retreat is that I really want this to be an international gathering where uh, the pause community from all over the world can start coming together and exchange information, exchange experiences, and, and uh, draw strength from each other. And, so I think uh, Yes. I was uh, going to say, I think it's just important that, you know, that something like this is international. And, and you know, you do have people who, you know, come from Canada. And I know last time you were on the show, you talked about how you had people who um, showed an interest from other parts of the world. Have you developed having people come from other countries over? Uh, well, we've had several people come from the U.K. And we have several signed up to come again uh, this summer. Great. Uh then um, we've had some people from Canada, and we've had inquiries from other countries, but because of uh, travel expenses and so forth, and before also the uh, travel ban with HIV, it was really uh, not feasible for people to come. Now, that barrier is gone, so that Amen. It's easy for people to come and attend. That's great. I hope and I'm really hoping that. that people from other countries will uh, come and join us. I've been talking now through... Uh, social networking sites uh, to people who run pause organizations in other countries and there is an interest and um, it's um, just you know uh, living with HIV is a challenge in itself and then the, the financial cost of uh, travel and on top of that uh, the cost of the retreat uh, they have to really put a lot together for it to happen yeah and sometimes it's hard so but um, like you said with that band lifted that's a step you know yeah. what I mean? So maybe that'll, you know, push people more to come forward. So I want to talk about what sets this retreat different, um, sets it apart from other retreats. Because it is, to me, it is fairly unique. I have never come across another retreat um, that is similar to this. Um, and I, I, I find it very inspirational for somebody who has lost their way in being HIV positive to find this retreat because they can really find themselves again. You know what I mean? And I've read that on your site where people have, rediscovered who they were after they left or they felt like a whole new person. What What is it? Can you explain to Because I know what it is, but I want the audience to know what it is that sets this apart to make it a little bit different than a normal retreat. Well, uh, I think um, uh, the fact that it, it's really a, a full body, mind, spirit experience uh, where we bring together elements of, of yoga, meditation and inquiry, uh, games, interactions, and sharing. And we really approach it from so many different facets. And, and we keep integrating the different aspects of it throughout the whole retreat. And it's not like we just have 
a yoga session in the morning and then no more yoga, but we actually break up our other sessions and, and we do integrate some yoga into it, for example. And, um, and I think also uh, the fact that everybody who's involved with the retreat is HIV positive, everybody who attends is HIV positive. So um, uh, if you're going to another retreat uh, or some kind of spiritual group, uh, whether it be uh, gay or mixed, um, there will always be some part of you, of your attention, your awareness, or your energy that will go through the process of, around disclosure, for example, around HIV. Here, that is eliminated right away when you walk in the door. And and there are a lot of things or issues that um, people living with HIV will understand that you don't really have to explain. And, and so you can really deal with them directly. And, and there's a, a kind of common understanding uh, that's right there from the beginning. Even though everybody's journey and, and everybody's experience is vastly different, and, and we have people who are newly infected coming, we have people who have been living with HIV for decades, and everything in between. And we have all age groups, um, different ethnicities, and one of the things that I find extremely enriching about this is that you really get the sense of the true brotherhood and, and the common ground uh, that we all have as human beings after this. Yeah, I know that's one thing that you, you stress a lot is that it, it's really about the brotherhood of it all. And um, I, I made the remark the last time you were on that your website, you know, it really shows the brotherhood. It rings true. Um, you got yeah. the pictures up there, you know what I mean, and, and the, the schedule for people to see. And it's just, it, you can feel the brotherhood when you're looking at it. You can see it on their faces. What is it like for you as somebody who is the facilitator, um, watching somebody who's coming in who's maybe newly diagnosed, who is going through the process and going, you know, on the retreat, and then at the end of the retreat, you kind of see them change into a different person? What is that like but for I, you to observe? I mean, it, it, it is absolutely. Absolutely amazing. It's very moving and humbling at the same time to uh, be privileged to be uh, part of facilitating anybody's uh, process of uh, growth and, and blossoming. And uh, and I would say that that kind of process pretty much happens for everybody, no matter where they're coming from, where they're at, because we all have stuff to deal with, no matter uh, what we're, where we're at with HIV. And so everything is welcome, and, and, and whatever comes up, we deal with it, and we allow it to be there. And I think one of the most important um, understandings that all of us facilitators bring to the retreat is that uh, there is no need to hide the truth, that whatever the reality of somebody's situation is, uh, emotionally, physically, or whatever, that's the truth, and that's perfect as it is, and we can deal with it. Uh, but what I found really, really amazing is that we've done two retreats, and uh, from the first to the second retreat, 70% of the guys who were there came back to the second retreat. And already when they came back and they walked in the door, I could feel and, and sense the growth that had happened in each person from the retreat before, how they had matured, uh, settled in deeper in their uh, self-awareness, their self-knowledge, and uh, were more grounded already walking through the door. And, and that was 
beautiful to see because that means that the work that we're doing is real. And then you have a lot of people returning again for the third time? We do. We do. And we also have That's a lot great. of new people coming. So I think it's going to be a good mix um, of uh, new and returning people. And uh, one thing that I was afraid of uh, at the last retreat was that the new people who came in would feel like outsiders because so many people already knew each other, but that didn't happen at all. Already after the first night, um, we had all bonded as a group. That's, that's so, awesome. It is, yes. And and there's something about feeling this kind of like deep connection with other people and, and to feel like you really are part of a community and feel like you belong, that you are appreciated and that you are truly loved and accepted the way you are. And I think that that's something that's pretty unique and and. I don't get to experience it very often in other gatherings that I go to. Yeah, it's really important to have that kind of connection with other people that are HIV positive because we tend to exclude ourselves a lot. And, um, you know, maybe somebody listening will, will hear about this retreat and maybe decide, you know, maybe it's time for me to get off my butt and do something. You know what I mean? It's in June. It's plenty of time where you can, you know, save up and go. And and, and I just I just think it's a, it's a great thing. So I just want to... Remind people that you guys can give us a call here. I do have a call I'm going to bring on the air right away, um, class. But you guys can give us a call here at the station at 347-215-9442. Maybe you went on the retreat and uh, you'd like to tell us about your experience or you have a question about the retreat or a question in general about living with HIV. We're here to talk about anything. And that caller hung up, so we won't be talking to that person right away. <laughs> what is this typical... Uh, What's a typical day like? Um, I know you have yoga in the morning every day, and I'm looking at the schedule on the site now, and then there's certain parts where it says, like, by body, mind, and spirit, and then, like, awareness, presence, and community. What is, what is that? Well, uh, basically, the, the, the schedule I put up there because most people want to feel like there is some sort of a schedule in the plan, but in reality a lot of what happens in the retreat uh, goes from moment to moment uh, depending on what's going on for the people in the group and what feels like the right thing to do next. Uh, Alfred and Rudra and I, we, we bring different modules uh, to the retreat and uh, we kind of like uh, huddle and, uh, and make little adjustments to the schedule every day just to make sure that we fulfill the needs of the group. Um, what we do, we start most of our sessions uh, with a meditation. And um, one of the things that I do is that I also teach a very simple, basic meditation method that everybody can do, whether they have any kind of experience or not. Or if they're very experienced meditators, it's still a meditation that they can take to and um, get a lot out of. And um, then we... Uh, work with, on different themes. Uh, our, at the last retreat, our theme was about connecting and connectedness. And so we have various forms of inquiry, looking into ourselves, how uh, that functions in our lives, uh, what's our habitual pattern, and um, why do we have these patterns, and, and trying to get a deeper understanding of the underlying emotional psychological mechanism that's there. And then we work on different ways of breaking through that and being able to be a little bit more open and direct and honest and, and, and closer to the truth of the core of who we really are at the inside. 
because all of us on the inside, beneath all of the social masks and, and, and all of the external desires and wishes that we had in life, uh, we have some very, very deep fundamental needs to be loved, to be seen, and to love and, and see and connect with other people. So uh, a lot of that is, is what we're working on. I don't know yet exactly what the theme for the next retreat is going to be. That tends to be something that we uh, decide uh, very close to the actual retreat. On the first retreat, uh, the theme that we worked on there was around authenticity and, and being true to who you really are and being present and, and just being yourself. And so we'll find a theme that will go along with these and, and we keep changing the exercises and uh, uh, the games and, and the stuff that we do so that people are coming back, don't feel that it's a repeat experience, but it's something right. that's new that's fresh. Right. That was one of the things I was going to ask you is how do you switch it up to keep it fresh, but you kind of just answered that one for me. Uh, what are the age ranges of people that that are that have attended so far? Uh, we've had people in their 20s up into their late 60s. That's awesome. Yes. And, and so it's very diverse? Of, I'm sorry? So it's very diverse? It's very diverse, and uh, that's one of the great things is that as we start going through these processes, we, we, we see that age doesn't matter, ethnicity doesn't really matter, our, our core spiritual beings that we are, uh, there's a connection there no matter what. You know, some people get scared away when they hear things like, you know, meditation. Because um, some people confuse spirituality with, you know, religion. And we kind of touched on this the last time you were on. And I wonder, how do you, how do you deter, like, make sure that people don't get that confusion? Because a lot of people seem to get, you know, thrown off when they hear, like, a, a meditation. They, they automatically think of, of, of prayer. And, and, yeah, no, and, no. And the meditation that we do is, is definitely not a prayer. It's a practice on being more aware of your own experience. That's really the focus. It, it's called a mindfulness meditation that we do. And uh, basically, our bodies are having experiences all the time. Our uh, nerve endings are sending signals to our brain from all parts of our body. We have a visual field. We have uh, an auditory perception ongoingly in every moment. And we filter out the majority of this all the time because we've been trained to do so in life. And so what we're doing in this meditation is that we're allowing ourselves to quiet down inside so that we can just be more aware of what we're actually experiencing in the present moment. And that's really all it is and, and what it boils down to. And we are absolutely not advocating any kind of belief system. Uh, if you're religious and have a certain religious belief, that's great. Uh, you know, we, we are not there to interfere with that at all. If you're an atheist, that's totally fine too. You still have sensory experiences, um, and that's what we're going on. I think... Um, I. I love that it's all like it's it's all free. Like you know what I mean? Like it's like it's like you come and there's a schedule that's given for you, but it's not set in stone. You don't have to attend every certain thing. You're you're able to go out and do hikes, um, and you're getting these these home cooked meals. 
You know, you're getting good meals. You're not just getting a hot dog on a stick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, the food is really good there, and uh, and we do have. I mean, we have a pretty long break scheduled, and uh, really the only time anybody has really opted out of a session has been if they haven't been feeling well physically for some reason, uh, or maybe some people don't quite make it out of bed in the morning for the yoga session. <laughs> Myself being one of them occasionally. <laughs> But there's a lot of socializing going on too, right? There's a lot of downtime for you to socialize and absolutely, and, and also downtime to just be with yourself and, and kind of like sit with what's being stirred up, what's coming up for you, because there's a lot of that also. Uh, you need time to just process it and, and uh, let the experience sink in, uh, so that you're not just rushing ahead to the next thing and, and or seeking the next distraction. And also being in such a beautiful, serene environment, it's really inviting to that kind of uh, introspection as well. And uh, But then it's also very fun and lighthearted at the same time. I, I mean, I'm talking about the, uh, all of the, the depth that's there, but at the same time, it's an expansion that also involves the, the, the joy, the fun, and uh, uh, there's a lot of laughter and joking and, and all of that. So it's all in, included in it, in the experience. You experience the full brotherhood effect. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, and From all around. We embrace the, the whole experience of being human, and, and we talk about things like sexuality and sex, and uh, there's really nothing that is taboo. I think that's important to have that safe environment where you can go and you can ask questions about anything or talk about anything and not have to feel like you, you need to wear a mask. I know that was one of kind of the things that, you know, was like the theme of the show last time you were on is that, you know, when people come here, they don't have to wear that mask on their face that they have to hide that they're HIV positive or hide about, you know, certain feelings that, or ways that they're feeling because of their, their status or their new diagnosis. That, that mask isn't isn't there anymore, and I think that's amazing. That's, that's awesome, yeah. those places. Yeah, and, and, and the other thing is also that uh, you can actually, in this environment, uh, break through some of the internal barriers, and, and last time it, it happened, a lot of people uh, started revealing things about themselves that they never really revealed to anybody, and it was very liberating and freeing for them to let go of a lot of those things, because there are a lot of things that everybody has shame around, and really seen from the outside objectively, there's really no reason for anybody to feel shamed about anything uh, that's human. And so we helped a lot of people work through a lot of that and release that shame. And is there any, like, one-on-one, is there any, I'm sorry, class, is there any one-on-one, uh, -on -one, uh, like, kind of sessions with uh, maybe you and one person? Or um, Alfred, I think, is the, the gentleman who may be doing that? Um, both uh, I mean, both Alfred and I are available uh, to anybody who may have something come up that they need to uh, talk a little bit more or, or process something that's coming up. And, uh, you know, that happens uh, sometimes on the breaks. And we always take the time out if anybody has a need uh, for that. And, and it does happen. But it, it's right. not like we are scheduling individuals right. with everybody. Right, but it's available. I mean, but it, it's possible, if, you know, if, it, if 
it happens. You're there to talk. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and Rudra as well. Rudra is an amazing, beautiful soul, and he's so generous of spirit and has a warmth about him that just makes everybody really, really comfortable uh, being in his presence. And so uh, some people also uh, choose to come to him. And the thing is that the, the three of us, we're each very different in, in various ways. And, and depending on the situation that you're in, this, you may need a different kind of support uh, to work through that. And uh, your intuition typically will guide you to the one of us that would be most appropriate for you. Or it may be somebody else who is a retreat participant because it's really a brotherhood where we're all equal. And... Uh, we're all supporting and helping each other. Yeah, and I think that's important because that's kind of one of the things that I talk about when I, I speak of the members of Paz I Am is that it, it, long-term survivors aren't the only ones who are, are you know, teaching people things. Even the newly diagnosed are teaching the long-term survivor stuff. Absolutely. And I think that that's a great mixture that people have that ability to learn from each other and it doesn't matter how long you've been HIV positive, or whatever the experience is, even adults and children. You know, children can teach us, and it's just yeah. whether you're open to hear it. Yes, absolutely. And uh, and then also there's uh, so many things that are not necessarily um, HIV-related that come up for us that we need to deal with. And, and just being a human being, we automatically will have issues that we need to deal with. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a lot easier to do it in this kind of environment where there's absolutely no judgment and uh, people are just open and embracing of whatever is coming up for you. And now how is um how do your, your scholarships and donations, if people want to make a donation to to maybe help somebody who can't afford to come or maybe just want to make a donation to the Brotherhood Retreat itself, how they can all do that on your website or... Is there yeah, some way to yeah. Do it? We, we, uh, we have a PayPal button on, the, on our website where if anybody wants to make a donation to the scholarship fund, which would be greatly, greatly appreciated because I get a lot of guys uh, contacting me who want to come who, who really just can't afford it. And any donation goes directly to uh, uh, cover their costs. And, and it's really just covering the cost of the room and board. We don't charge them uh, for their attendance in that. It's just the retreat center where we're at. Uh, so I would really like to be able to offer more scholarships and, and, and deeper discounts than I'm able to now. So this is a little plea to anybody out there who might be able to afford a little extra money to uh, uh, put that in. Or uh, if you don't want to use the PayPal, uh, you can mail in a check to the registration address that's on the website as well. And I, and I, do, I do have a few scholarship spaces left in case there's somebody out there listening who is interested in attending but is struggling with um, making ends meet. Uh, don't be shy to apply for it because I will do what I can on my end uh, to accommodate anybody who feels compelled to come into this. I have a question here from Mike in the chat room. He wants to know, um, are any Canadians ever show up at the retreat? Yeah, we've had a couple of Canadians, but we want more. <laughs> the more the merry. Yes, absolutely. Cool. So I just want to um, remind people that the lines are open. You guys can give us a call at 347-215-9442. Uh, we'll be taking your calls for the rest of the show. So what? Um, how much has it grown since the first year? Since, you know, you've been there for this is the third year. How much have you seen it grown 
Well, it's it's been pretty amazing how uh, it's kind of been growing organically. I mean, we're such a small organization, and we really try to avoid putting any money into marketing. Uh, any extra funds that we get, we use to uh, uh, try to help people attend who otherwise wouldn't be able to. So we really just are using word of mouth uh, to get uh, the word out there. But um, at the very first retreat, uh, we had 19 guys, and um, at the second, we had 28. And I'm pretty confident that we're going to reach the max of 33 at this retreat. That's awesome. That is growing so much, and you know what I mean, as it's going. And if you only have, you said, what, 33? 33, that's the, uh, that's the maximum that we'll, we'll accept for this retreat. There you go. And Mike says that he'll have to check it out. He may just show up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> would, love, would love to have Mike. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, what, um, what, what do you have, like, is there anything, like, different this year that's, you know, that's going to make it a little bit more, I don't know, pop out more this year? Or is there something that you're doing that you maybe changed from pre- the previous year? Or Oh, yes. Uh, we, we, we're, we're changing it up every time. Um, at the first two retreats, uh, one thing that we were working with is a system of personality types called the Enneagram that I was uh, teaching some of the basics of. And now uh, we're probably going to let go of that module for this retreat and uh, bring in some other aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Alfred is always bringing something new. And uh, also very entertaining. Uh, one of the sessions he did at the last retreat, which was very uh, much appreciated, uh, he all of a sudden showed up in drag. <laughs> That's always fun. That he does. And, uh, and he, he's so amazing because it's also about, you know, just allowing yourself to just be whoever you want to be. And uh, he has created this character, Beverly, and, and Alfred attends a lot of, international conferences uh, uh, with uh, psychologists all over the world, and he will do presentations at uh, these big events as this character, Beverly. And, <laughs> and it's, I mean, and, and, I mean, he's uh, tearing down walls all over the world, and I, he's just amazing with that. Yeah, I think that, yeah. you know, doing something like that that, that gets people's attention. You know what I mean, and it makes them pay attention to what you're saying, and it, and it's something that people will remember. So they'll remember that he went up there and he was in drag and he he gave his speech or he talked about what he talked about, and they'll yeah. leave remembering it. And I think that's important to always be a, a rememberable speaker. Yes, absolutely. And uh, and uh, the thing is, that, you know, we we need to um, be true to every aspect of who we are and. Um, I find that during this kind of work, it's it's really about um, putting the fertilizer on so that we can blossom and and be the most that we possibly can be. And they can. That is like what you're the purpose of the retreat is is to to discover who we can be and to be the best that we can be. Yeah. And uh, exactly. and also not, that's not, that's not, knowing that we are already perfect to begin with, that we don't need to change who we are. We're just allowing ourselves to be who we are. It's always good to just be who we are. You know, because a lot of time, I know for myself, 
you know, as as a gay man, always looking for who I was and 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 what I was supposed to be and trying to fit this mold and that mold and and I was me all along. I was just trying to look everywhere else for it, you know. And it, sometimes we need to just look inside us. Absolutely, yeah. A lot and of the answers are there. There's an inherent uh, knowing and intelligence uh, that we all have inside of us, and uh, it's that, you know, that free spirit that was shut down for most of us already in childhood uh, that has this energy, this vitality, this life force, uh, which is so overwhelming for uh, people to really uh, deal with in everyday life. And really want to encourage people to let that come forth naturally and, you know, have, have all the big feelings and, and be expressive and, and be all you can be and all you want to be. You know, one of the things that is on your site is you recommend books for people. Um, with, would you recommend, like, give me a book that you would recommend to maybe somebody who's interested in trying to discover who they are, you know, within themselves? Well, um, I think that uh, reading about the Enneagram is very powerful. And, and there's a book called The Wisdom of the Enneagram. Uh, it's understanding the uh, structure uh, of the personality, that, that part of us that is not really our soul, but um, kind of like how we try to fit into life. And uh, that can be very, very helpful for a lot of people, but each person, you know, comes from a different background and will respond to different types of information uh, differently. Uh, I personally am very inspired by the work of um, Almas and especially the Diamond Heart books. I found them to be very, very helpful, but that can be, um, you know, not the right approach for, for some people. I find that Eckhart Tolle's uh, book, uh, The Power of Now, is very helpful for a lot of people to uh, start getting an appreciation for just being present in the moment. So uh, I, I'd say, you know, if, if anybody is interested, go, go to the retreat website and, and take a look at the books that I recommend there and uh, see what appeals to you. And, and again, trust that instinct, that little voice inside you, because that voice will know what's right for you. And it right. may not be a voice. It may just be a feeling. <laughs> That's true. You know, a lot of us have that intuition, and we don't follow our gut. Um, but I do have yeah. a caller on the line, and uh, a local caller from my area, from 215 area coach. Welcome. You're on the show. Who's this? Well, hello there. How are you? This is Todd Philly. Hey, Todd. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hi, Todd. Great. How are you doing? Good. Okay, I have a question. Um, in regards to the retreat, um, in 2008 uh, in, into 2009, um, I basically was dying in the hospital, but I have since made a full recovery. But my question is, at the retreat, is it ever has there ever been a moment when an individual becomes very emotional and they just, I'll use the phrase, lose it? and just start becoming so intense for them that they can't control their emotions? Uh, yes, it, it has happened for some, and and, and that's totally okay. Um, uh, we, we stay with that, and, and we work with it. And 
we have faith that uh, whatever comes up for anybody is the right thing that needs to come up for them at that moment. And uh, if they weren't able to actually handle and process it, it probably wouldn't be coming forth. So uh, what's really important in a moment like that is to allow the space for them to go through whatever feeling that is that's coming up because a lot of people have a lot of trauma that they're holding on to. And uh, so we want to make sure that it's okay, no matter what happens to you, that we can handle it. Oh, great. Uh, reason being, like, um, as I said, uh, in 2000, in Christmas Eve of 2008, I had hit rock bottom, basically, and I was basically dead, almost. And uh, throughout 2009, um, I've been able to regain my health and go back to work and whatnot. And I'm not the same person I was before 2008 that I am now in 2008. In ten, and something like this might be enlightening for me, and I'm definitely considering going. <laughs> and we would love to have you if you come. And uh, uh, again, if you feel that little impulse inside you to go, um, I would suggest go with it and and come. And um, you can only learn from it, and you can only grow from the experience. Great. Thanks a lot, then. And the yeah, best part about it, Todd. The best yeah. part about it, Todd, is that is it's in the Poconos, so it's not far from you because you're in Philly, right? Right. Right, because yeah, that I grew yeah, up in Philly, a, so. Yeah, we have several guys actually from the Philly area who, who uh, come to both the retreats that we have had, and uh, some of them actually get together uh, once a month, ongoingly, uh, to do some of the type of work that we're doing at the retreat with each other to support the ongoing process of uh, this way of being with each other. Great. Um, then I'll give it a definite consideration, and more than likely I'll be up there. All right. All right. Thanks Great. for calling in, Todd. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That was great. And if um, Todd, if you're not a member already, you should definitely check out uh, the Pause Network and find information if you're looking for people in the area, um, and just to look, you know, for a support system. And how great is that? He's somebody, you know, who's close to the Poconos, who um, will be able to actually, you know, probably drive there to the region. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. And uh, also, we have a lot of people coming in from California for the retreat, and. Uh, part of what we do, since also people are traveling in from Europe and so forth, is that before the retreat, uh, the night before, we have uh, a little kickoff gathering in New York City. And uh, it's a way to help people break the ice a little bit and get to know some of the other participants. And we also try to organize carpools for those who live locally to maybe bring some other people with them in cars and so forth. And the others who are taking the bus out, uh, we organized for them to all get on the bus together and travel together out there. So, um, it, yeah, it's great. People are coming from everywhere. That's awesome. It just seems like a lot of fun. And, and I, I need one of those, like, connections where I'm trying to get the people on uh, the Pazay Network who are in, like, the Philly area. I tried to put together, like, maybe like maybe a night when I'll go out and just go to dinner and just, like, meet and interact and socialize. Because I think that kind of environment, like I said, having that support system or just having people around you that already know that you're HIV positive, it, it lets you let down some of those walls and have real conversations. 
And I think that's really key to your retreat. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I mean, going in knowing that you have something in common with every person who is there uh, makes it a lot easier to just feel connected to them. I know one of the things we talked about last time was traveling with medications and stuff like that and how difficult it was for people living with HIV to go to a, a, a regular gay retreat that isn't, you know, HIV or AIDS-specific and to take out their medications and, and have to explain that or yeah. find a, a place where they can hide and do it. But here it's all, it's all, under, under, it's all understood. Yes, yes. No, that's... Uh, and, and also... Uh, what happened at uh, one, which is the very first one, was that um, one person's uh, uh, luggage got lost and he had put his medications in the luggage. But uh, fortunately, some of the medications that he was on, um, some other people who were at the had some extras who were able to help him and support him with that. Um, but uh, that's one thing I actually w- want to stress uh, to anybody traveling with medications is, is take your medications in your carry-on. Uh, because if something happens to your luggage, you don't want to be without your meds. Very true. Very, very, very true. So let's see here. I am all out of questions for you on my list, but let's see. Uh, let's remind people that uh, um, the line open. You guys can give us a call, 347-215-9442. If you went to the retreat and had an experience there, please give us a call. I'd love to hear now, uh, what it was like for you to go to the retreat and, and give us some feedback. I'm sure class would appreciate it as well. Absolutely, because really, um, I, of course, have my perspective on, on the retreat, but for each person coming, the experience will be their unique personal experience. And I don't think two people have the same response to it because it touches different people in different ways. And... Um, it's not my retreat. It's everybody's retreat. Did you have um, a strong support system before you did this, or was this something that you kind of, um, you know, put together so you had a support system? Because I know, like, a lot of people like me, I didn't have a support system, so that's why I made Pause I Am. So that's why I'm curious right. if that's kind of what pushed you that I, way. I live in Los Angeles, and... Uh, this is really a great city to live in if you're HIV positive because there are a lot of uh, uh, groups here. Uh, there's a lot of support. Uh, and I have a lot of local friends also who are positive. So I did have a social support system for it. And uh, there are social groups here. There's a group called Positive Positive that organize uh, social nights in people's homes and uh, there's a great organization here called the Life Group LA that I also volunteer for and teach some uh, introduction to meditation at. And they also provide a lot of support uh, for people in the LA area. So, uh, well, you're a busy yeah, no, man. For, for me, I, I think I, I felt that because I have worked in, in the area of, of personal growth uh, since the early 90s and um, I felt that there was something about that that I needed to share. And also, in order for me to continue growing, I needed to understand better and learn more. And so the retreat has really allowed me to go deeper into my own process as well. 
And I think one of the great things about it is, is you're not just a facilitator, but when you're not facilitating, you're also participating. Yes, absolutely. In the retreat, uh, which to, is important. To, to, to the extent that it, it's possible, um, uh, Rudra, Alfred, and I, we do participate as much as we can, but you know, at certain moments in the retreat, we have to step back a little bit to make sure that we give a space to the people who are coming to the retreat. But uh, yes, um, socially also in all the breaks, we're all just hanging out together and uh, we're all part of the same family. Well, I think it's a great thing that you do and um, you know, I wish you much success. I just, I just, I, I want to go and I want days I'm going to go. I'm going to find time and find the money to come to these retreats because I think it's important for me to grow in that area of my life because I lack some of the mind body here. <laughs> no. Well, you know, it's, it's something that uh, we feel compelled to do at different times and uh, life is full of different experiences and at different times we need to explore different aspects of it and I think it's really powerful if we can incorporate this kind of aspect with it no matter what else is going on in life because it will deepen all the other experiences that we're having and it will allow us to be more grounded and present in our life. And it also allows us to deal with uh, the emotion part of HIV. You know what I mean? Not just because a lot of people just the medicine and then that's it. But there's so much more to the HIV that we have to on like the mind, body, and spirit that a lot of people tend to ignore because they think that just the medicine is going to make them better. Right. And, and the medicine will make most people better. Right. Uh, but, um, yeah, definitely doing this kind of work will enhance your well-being overall, both physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. And uh, we have all of those aspects to us as people, and I think it's really important to acknowledge that and not neglect uh, any part of who we are. And I think it's, if, if you keep an open mind and you go in, you know, you can leave with such a great message and, and not change. You know, like I've read on your on your website, people leave as a changed person after leaving your retreat, and that has to be great to hear. Absolutely, yes, and and just to see the glow on people on, on the last day of the retreat as they're leaving is it, just very very moving, and and um, uh, I don't know what word to use. Uh, for me, it's also very humbling, and I can without doubt say that creating this retreat is the best thing, hands down, that I've ever done with my life, and um, having um, created this space, I, I feel good about myself. Right, and it just gives you that, like, I don't, I don't know if I want to say gratification, but it just lets you know that you're doing the right thing. And, like, you know, it was, like, so meant to be. Yes, yes, absolutely. No, there's no, no doubt about that. And, um, yeah, gratitude. Really, there's a lot of gratitude that I'm feeling around it. And I'm sure you get a lot of healing out of it as well. You know what I mean? Not just oh, absolutely, absolutely. the people that are coming. Yeah. So. Yes, and... Uh, Part of my commitment uh, to this retreat is to, throughout the year, continue working on myself. So I go and attend uh, different workshops and retreats, and I have an ongoing practice to deepen my own work because if I don't do that, then I can't honestly be there with integrity as a facilitator for everybody else. 
So for me, I, I see this as a life commitment in a way, even though I have other work and other career aspirations and things I'm doing in, in my personal life, a part of me uh, is always dedicated to continue growing uh, so that I can continue giving to the people who are coming to the retreats. Well, I think it's a great thing that you do. Like I said before, it's an amazing thing. And if you guys, you know, are just tuning in and if you missed some of the show, you definitely want to go check out uh, pausretreats.com and, and check out the Pause Brotherhood Retreat. It's something that is coming up in June. It's a five-day retreat, and it's, you know, the mind, body, spirit, it's everything. And, and, and it's really powerful. I think that's the, the thing that I'm getting the most out of from what I read online and from other people's feedback is that it's very empowering. Yes. yes. And a lot of times being diagnosed, newly diagnosed, we get into that depression stage where we feel that we're, we're useless and, and there's nothing that we can do but we just sit and mope around. And getting out of your house and going to the Poconos and meditating and doing yoga, it's going to make you start to function again as a human being and, and bring you back into the whole, you know, life. Right, yeah. And, and one thing I want to say about uh, meditating is that I find that a lot of people have a curiosity about it. They're interested in it, and, and they want to meditate, but they feel uncertain about how to go about it. And so one of the things that they come with, out with after this retreat is that they have a solid meditation technique that they cannot fail at. And so it's easier for them to incorporate a meditation practice into their life if they choose to do so. And also, when it comes to meditation, there have been studies done, and more studies are being done, to show that uh, an ongoing uh, meditation practice, even if it's only as little as seven minutes a day, will help boost your T-cell counts. See, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, it's like doing all that positive energy is like boosting you up. I should start yeah, doing it. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and also one of the things that happens when you start meditating is that you start noticing all the different kinds of tensions that you're holding in your body. And as you become aware of them, you allow for some space for them to just kind of melt away. And life becomes a little bit less of a struggle. So you can relax and, and allow the body to function more naturally the way it's designed to function. I'm just very stress-free. When you leave there, you feel like all the stress has been washed away from you. Yes. Yes, absolutely. No, there's no stress at all at the retreat. And I, I think just arriving to that environment, every time I uh, arrive at the Kirkridge, which is the facility where we do the retreat, and I just uh, look at this vast, gorgeous landscape. It's, it's just like any stress I may have had driving there or getting there or before is just gone. And, and also this retreat center, people have been coming there for spiritual work for a very, very long time. And um, it was uh, one of the first retreat centers to um, host uh, a lot of gay groups already back in the 60s and 70s. So there's a lot of energy, I think, just in the facility that you can feel when you're there that's been built up by people bringing uh, their spirituality, their love, their attention to themselves in this um, location. There you now, have it. A lot of, pe- a lot of people uh, also I, I know don't respond to, you know, and, and don't really feel that kind of connection to uh, 
energies and so forth, and that's totally okay as well. You don't have to. You don't have to be new agey at all to be at the retreat. Uh, you'll find that it's actually very down to earth. And um, whatever your experience is, is the right experience. And, and that's something that we really work with a lot. And it's different for everyone, obviously. Absolutely, absolutely. And and that's why uh, the meditation practice is all about grounding you into the experience that you're actually having rather the, than the uh, experience that you think you should be having or right. the experience that you want to be having. Right. We all live in those moments, right? Right. Everybody tries to live in those moments where they want something and you don't realize and just appreciate where they're at. Exactly, we're yeah. And, and, good. and we all do that. I mean, we all get caught up in um, in our minds, in, in our little agendas, um, you know, life is busy and it can be very overwhelming, and especially if you live in a big city, uh, there's so much stimuli around you all the time. Uh, it's hard to, you know, just remember to uh, remember yourself. Very, very true. Well, class, we're all about out of time, so I want to thank you for coming back on and chatting with me for the hour. Thank you so much for having me. It's great talking to you always, and I hope you'll come and join us uh, this year at the next one. Yes, definitely. I will and definitely any, And anybody out there who is interested, curious, uh, whatever, feel free to email me. The email address is on the website. I will respond to every email personally. And um, there's no question that uh, too stupid or whatever. Uh, I'm here uh, for you, and I hope to hear from you. All right, class. You have a great night. Thank you. You too, Robert. And remember, guys, you can learn more about the Paz Brotherhood Retreats at www.pazretreats.com. And again, the retreat is June 17th to the 21st. It's a five-day retreat that strengthens um, the mind, body, and spirit of gay and bisexual HIV-positive men. Um, it gives you a place to ask questions in a safe environment. There's yoga, there's meditation, and you're going to meet amazing people. Um, you can also go to the website, again, pazretreats.com for uh information on a possible scholarship and also to make a donation to help people who maybe cannot afford to go to help them out so they can make arrangements to attend the retreat. Uh, one thing I did want to mention that I didn't get to speak about earlier is that um, if you haven't already, I would love for you to go check out my blog over at thebody.com. I just started blogging over there in January and I just put up my first blog post called Evolution of a Cyber Activist. And it kind of talks about the steps and the stages in my life that led me up to where I am today with creating Paz I Am and now hosting this radio show and being able to talk to these wonderful people like class who have these great organizations that are really helping the community that is in need of help, um, that needs that voice and needs that support. So um, check that out on thebody.com. And um, again, it's called Solution of a Cyber Activist. It's on the right-hand column of your view. It's number two, trying to get it up there to number three. Um, the upcoming, number one, the upcoming guest that we have coming, um, next Sunday on Valentine's Day, I will be speaking with our new blogger, Brian Moore. Um, the following Sunday, the 21st, I will be speaking with Mark from the MyHIVStoryProject.org. And then on the 28th, I will be speaking with a woman from South Carolina named Monique Howell, who will be sharing her personal story of living with HIV and being pregnant and finding out her diagnosis all around the same time. So that will be an interesting one, reminding everyone you can also find more information on me and join the social network Pause I Am at pauseim.com. 
Again, special thanks to Class for joining me tonight and more information on his retreat at pausretreat.com. Have a great night, everyone, and thanks for tuning in.